0: What's going on, everybody? Josh here at the VHS Files, and today I have a special announcement for you, and I'm going to bring on a good friend of mine. You've probably heard him on these podcasts, AIPT Comics, The Silver Linings Playlist, and Oh, That's a Scary Movie. You've also heard him on our podcast a couple of times. I'd like to introduce Mr. Nathan Simmons.
1: Hello. (laughs) Hi, hello, and welcome.
0: Well, Nathan, I, I wanted mm. to bring you on. Me and you have been uh, conversating over the past few months. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're a busy man. You do a lot of podcasts. And yeah. we've, we've been pretty crazy with our podcast here lately. But you've managed to come on, and we've had a good time talking movies here on the VHS Files with you.
1: For sure. Halloween and uh, Batman 89. And then <laughs> I came back for the Richard Donner episode. I, yep. I think the that notori- might be the, the notorious the, Batman The, the notorious Batman 89 episode. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) so i if anybody's offended by my sensibilities i apologize i was just having a real good time (laughs) i think we were all having a good time it just (laughs) some
0: things came out of nathan's mouth that i think shocked a few of my guys so shocked me yeah listening back to it i was like man you ah man (laughs) the reason we're here today yeah nathan
1: how do you feel about james bond i love james bond James Bond is forever. Um, James Bond is a a thing that is a series character, franchise aesthetic that I've loved since I was a kid. Um, and it's one of those things that like, luckily has kind of grown up with me in a lot of ways where, <laughs> You know, I, I think especially revisiting some of the older ones now, it's it's a, it's, <laughs> it's dicey at best, um, <laughs> as 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 are a lot of older genre films. Um, so I, I, what's been really great is that I feel like the 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 sensibilities of the people making the movies has also uh, evolved and matured over the years. There's right. still a, a a certain level of um wish fulfillment and power fantasy at play in the James Bond universe. And you know what? They make me really happy. I love, I love to escape to some exotic locale for a couple of hours and watch the smartest, slash, dumbest, slash (laughs) most capable man in the world figure it out.
0: I'm I'm glad you have an affinity for this because Mm -hmm. you know we we ought to say that you are about 10 years younger than I am, somewhere around there. You've seen all of these movies, I'm, I'm presuming. I have. And yes. I have seen none of them. You're kidding me. <laughs> you, well, you've seen
1: two of them? Technically, of them.
0: I have seen A View to a Kill. Okay. Uh, that was the one that was always on cable when I was younger. And sure. I, I it was It was on
1: HBO all the time. All of the time. Yes.
0: And, you know, the familiar faces in that one, Christopher Walken, uh, Grace Jones. Grace Jones. Uh, Grace Jones, <laughs> Grace Jones yeah. was always the standout in that movie for me. Uh, Patrick uh,
1: McNee from The Avengers was in that as well.
0: Yep. And, and uh, Tawny Roberts yeah. from uh, Sheena. Mm-hmm. So there were some familiar faces in that one. But ultimately, I mean... I knew Roger Moore was Bond, but I mean, really didn't have any grasp on the series at that point. It was just a Mm -hmm. movie that was on when I was a kid. Sure. So I've seen that one. I I couldn't begin to tell you what it's about at this point. I Mm -hmm. I just know who's in it, and I know... Someone views a kill. Right. At least once. I I remember a chase through a city on a fire truck. That's really about the extent of what I remember. Okay. That and um, uh, Blimps. There's something to do with blimps. Lots
1: of blimps. Yeah. Well, there was a good time for blimps in motion pictures. Uh, between <laughs> between then and the Rocketeer, we were we were fed when it came to blimps. <laughs> So I,
0: I, I vaguely know that one because that's the one that was on TV when I was a kid. And sure. I have seen the Daniel Craig movies aside from the No Time to Die. I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen that one okay. yet. So I got into the series when Daniel Craig came on. And I actually saw those after, I believe, uh, Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace had already been out.
1: Oh, wow. So you, like, jumped on the, the Skyfall hype. Yep. Cool. Yep. I, yeah. I caught
0: those before Skyfall. I love Skyfall. Yeah, um, but Absolutely. As far as the that series, Daniel Craig's movies, you know, paying tribute to the old ones and having the little Easter eggs from the yeah. the, the legacy of the series, I I don't really know what's going Which on in Sky those Ball's movies. Really
1: heavy on too,
0: right? I mean, of course, I, I'm I'm familiar with certain aspects, like um, mm-hmm. Christoph Waltz's character in Spectre, Blofeld. Sure. Blofeld. I know I know he is a character in the previous Bond films.
1: You're like I know that there are ejector seats in fiction. Yep.
0: I, to be, to be completely honest, I probably mm-hmm. know more about the Austin Power series than I know about James Bond. <laughs> so,
1: Austin, so that's an interesting in, because this is a phenomenon I was talking about recently in regards to two things. So Weird Al Yankovic and The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. There are so many things where I saw the parodies of them first. And so that it like illuminated and almost enhanced the original whenever I got to find like, I knew... I knew, you know, Yoda before I ever heard L- Lola by the Kinks, you know, <laughs> or there's so many, like, I saw the, you know, the Sideshow Bob episode of, of uh, the Simpsons before I ever saw a Cape Fear, you know, and there's, right. so there's always like stuff like that, that I feel like pays off. And it's the same thing with Austin Powers. I think one of the things you're going to find um, watching the classic Bond movies is, how little austin powers really exaggerated the tropes Mm -hmm. um particularly in terms of dress and behavior
0: (laughs) well i know they were pulling from other stuff there too like
1: in like flint and all that like yes right um Mm -hmm. so i mean there's a blaze and stuff like that yeah yeah,
0: so that was a big mashup of all of that stuff just kind of poking fun at all of it Mm -hmm. but you know i i recognize that they were poking fun at bond in there so i was able to kind of figure that out right
1: um so it's like when you watch a looney tunes cartoon as a kid and there's a dude that's just modeled after peter laurie and you're like i don't know who this is i just know that this is funny because it is something right and so like i remember watching casablanca for the first time as a kid and being like that's that guy that's in all those bugs bunny cartoons Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, I mean, that's that's kind of where I'm at as far as the Bond series goes. Sure. Okay. So uh, I mentioned you and I have been talking for a little while. It's been mm-hmm. something that we've been throwing back and
1: forth and for almost a year now, actually. I yeah. Think. You you hinted at it um, when you did Flash Gordon on Not a Bomb. Yep. Uh, there was there was like a because the subject of Timothy Dalton came up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And,
0: um, so yeah, I mean, I'm completely blind when it comes to these movies. So we're here today to announce that here at the VHS files, we're going to have a a new show for you guys Mm -hmm. called for new eyes only. And it's basically just going to be me watching bond movies for the very (laughs) first time Mm Mm-hmm. And Nathan's going to ask me questions, uh, school me, um, guide, you through it. guide me through it. Let me know what I'm either not getting or or mm-hmm. just I'm going to revel on how much I love them or revel on how much I hate them.
1: And you're not wrong either way. That's the great thing is that there is there is a bond for all seasons.
0: Right. <laughs> and I remember telling Jenny when we first started to sit down to watch the, the, the Daniel Craig Bond movies. Yeah. I was like, you know, these are really good. I don't know if I need to go back and watch all these older movies. Like I had no, no notion, no uh, desire to really go back and do this. But Mm -hmm. in talking to you and knowing how much you love the franchise, you love the character. I was like, you know, this would be great being as though that I know someone with your knowledge of bond and how much you love it, you know, Mm -hmm. and and, and all its faults and everything.
1: Oh yeah. And that's the thing is like, that was the hook that got me was I was like, Oh, I can be like, your sherpa through this and but also <laughs> like i've never done a chronological watch of the series i have right. always watched them in like different different times and like there's a few movies in the series that i'll just throw on when i'm working just because mm-hmm. they're fun background noise mm-hmm. so this is going to be really fun to kind of see the evolution together and the highs and the lows and there are some lows um and not shying away from you know that the, there's there's some things that are severely problematic especially in the 60s movies right um so it'll be it'll be interesting to to dive into all of that together and and kind of uh, pick it apart and not necessarily justify it but figure out what we like about it you yeah
0: know? I mean that that was one thing I noted is I I, I realize we're probably going to be going into this knowing that there are some things in these movies that are problematic and not quite mm-hmm. PC nowadays. Sure. Um, we, oh, we kind yeah. of, we will be kind of watching these through rose colored glasses, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to bring up topics that are bothersome to us or, or yeah, and, of course, like Nathan said, we realized these came out years ago and it was different times. And yeah. I mean, we, and even with the show that we do, and I'm sure on your shows as well, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about these older movies and you constantly find things that are completely just not PC and would never fly
1: these right. days i mean your and, show started with goonies which is like a cornucopia of that yeah. i mean there's it's still relatively wholesome but there's some right there's some stuff in goonies where i'm just like oh my god
0: <laughs> well uh, uh you know we've talked about this in the past but i mean mm-hmm. i i watched revenge of the nerds like crazy when i was a kid of course and yes. there's a blatant uh-huh. rape scene in that that is treated yeah. for
1: laughs and it is just like whoa it's wild yeah Absolutely, so, that, you know and, and there's and that's that's kind of the the thing that i i i keep coming back to with <laughs> revenge of the nerds and then there's there's some stuff in these early bond movies where i'm just like if this movie was shot today um everyone would be tried for hate crimes <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's just it's uh it's it's rough there's some really dicey stuff but i i also think that there is something to be said for being able to see how um how movie making has evolved and how uh our our relationship with other cultures has evolved. Like there's um it's like watching, you know, early Star Trek where you're just like, okay, it is easy to take this as dude flies to different planets and bangs as many aliens as possible, <laughs> but they're also still saying some really important things. Right. Um, in 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 many of those early episodes. So uh it'll it'll be interesting to kind of find where the lines are drawn and where things start to change and shift for the better. Um, and, and one of the things that I think you'll find uh, and many, uh, some fans may disagree with me, but I, but I think the movies improve the further away they get from the source material with the exception of just a few of the films. <laughs> right.
0: Well, let's I kind of want to get into that in this introduction episode sure. that we're doing here is is just sort of start with your introduction to Bond and what it okay. is
1: about Bond that that you fell in love with and what keeps bringing you back to it. Sure. Um, so it's interesting because I don't really remember my first Bond movie. OK, um, I wish I could. I feel like it has to be um, a Roger Moore one. Yeah. Um, but I. I remember distinctly the first one I saw in theaters was The World is Not Enough, starring Pierce Brosnan. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I already kind of had a feel for the trappings of Bond. Um, I was a Batman kid growing up, surprising yeah. no one. So I was already very <laughs> much into the whole gadget thing. Yeah. Um, you know, sleep slipping in under the cover of Dark and uncovering, you know, evil secrets and right. uh, foiling evil masterminds. So I was very much into that kind of stuff. Um, And, you know, The World is Not Enough is not one of the best Bond movies, but Mm -hmm. there's so much fun to be had in it. And I just couldn't believe I was watching such an expansive, crazy action movie. Because there's also that beautiful thing of when you're a kid, any movie on the big screen is just like, a, f- a fucking revelation Yeah, You know I, I watched I watched The the Lindsay Lohan parent trap on the big screen And I was like god damn there's two of them Like <laughs> you know what I
0: mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean I mean Harry and the Hendersons I mean don't get me wrong Harry and the Hendersons Is a good movie but it's yes, sir I saw that in the theater when I was a kid, and that that's one reason that movie holds such a near and dear place to of my heart course. is because I saw it on the big screen. Same goes for Beetlejuice, one of the first yeah. movies I saw in the theater. So, you know, whatever problems people may have but, with that movie are going right. to be null on me because I saw that movie in the theater when I was a kid, and I fucking and
1: loved it. That's something we talked about on the Batman 89 episode where I'm like, I know I have a certain level of nostalgia blinders here. Yeah, for um, sure. But I wanted i wanted to have gadgets i wanted to you know like i just thought, I thought all that stuff was really cool i didn't know i didn't really know about girls yet so i was just like i just know that he. <laughs> this is the coolest guy i've ever seen yeah especially the and that's what really drew me to the roger moore ones and the brosnan ones as a kid right because they were cool as a cucumber mm-hmm. you almost never see roger moore's feathers get ruffled right you know um And a lot of that is just, you know, maybe budget limitations (laughs) and the fact that he was in his fifties. But still, like, I, I was, I just always thought that that was so great that he could walk in and just kind of like swagger his way through a room. And right, um, and, and 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 as I've gotten older, that's just been something that's really stuck with me. Is I, I appreciate the presence of self, like the assuredness of James Bond. Right. Um, and it was also like there's a there's a level of uh, I, I like a good travel log, and a lot of these early movies, it's you know you get footage, like flyover footage of these exotic areas and like just these right. beautiful vistas, and um, you know that that was a way for me to just kind of see other parts of the world as a poor kid, you know, right. <laughs> watching right. watching James Bond on you know a USA marathon, and that was that was another huge thing was there would be a Bond marathon every year on either. I want to say USA or T and T, but I, I my ass was parked on the couch for those.
0: <laughs> well, that's another thing that's weird for me is I know that those movies had marathons on all the time. Yeah. You like you could you could change to every other channel on cable and probably find a Bond movie on at some point mm-hmm. in time. Yet somehow,
1: just escaped you.
0: I just missed them, or I the was not interested in the seeing year for them.
1: For me, the the best days of the year for me were when Sci Fi Channel would run all day Godzilla. <laughs> uh USA would run all day bond and um oh shoot, there was one other marathon that I could always count. Ca- oh uh um uh, TNN, I think would always run a Superman marathon where they'd yeah. show all four Christopher Reeve films back to back. Right. And I was just like in hog heaven, uh, you know, <laughs> especially like long summers at my grandma's house. I'm just like, yeah, okay. I, Godzilla's on today. That's my day. Um,
0: the other thing that's funny about this is especially being on here with you and you being as big <laughs> of a movie buff as you are and the things you've seen and the things you love. Like I have honest, I've only seen the modern Godzilla movies. I've never seen wow. any of the old okay, Godzilla movies So maybe movies that's either. season
1: two when we yeah, finish maybe. this in like two, in like a year <laughs> or whatever. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's a thing that's like just followed me since I was a kid. And it became like, I kind of fell off of it for a while. You know, you go through that thing when you become a teenager, um, and go going, going into college where you're just like, I only watch art films. You know what I mean? Or like, yeah. this is, I'm only into indie independent films. And so right. I was like, I don't have time for James Bond. There's a new <laughs> Martin McDonough picture coming out, you know, like, <laughs> right. but like, um, when Casino Royale came out in 2006, it was a game changer for me. Yeah. Like I was just like, this is what I want every movie to be. Yeah. I mean, it, It and I think that movie, you know, we'll eventually get there, but it has the perfect synthesis of, you know, the, the kind of lurid paperback boilerplate trashiness, right. but also a g- genuinely, you know, incredible direction perfect acting perfect casting Mm -hmm. um and and just a a love story that you can actually buy into um you know and the other ones i enjoy in the same way that i enjoy like a a lot of them i enjoy in the same way that i i enjoy like a a a trashy you know exploitation film or or like a or a boilerplate you know uh crime novel or you know stuff Mm -hmm. like that because that's really what they were they were you know, they were paperbacks. You would pick it up at the airport, and you'd have a, you know an adventure to read on the you know, on your flight. Right. Um, you know, Ian Fleming was a guy who didn't believe in writing second drafts. <laughs> he was just <laughs> like he was literally just like I write a thousand words a day, and that's it. Like, you, <laughs> uh, and we'll we'll definitely as we go along get into Ian Fleming as a, uh, a deeply problematic individual <laughs> who uh, yeah, and- somehow created one of my favorite characters in fiction. <laughs> That's the other thing I really want to lay out on the line for everybody
0: that's going to be listening to this. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Nathan is going to be our resident expert here.
1: Um, <laughs> I I know the names. And even that, I'm not like crazy in depth, but I... I, I... It all just comes from years of osmosis. My <laughs> <Right. But laughs> sleep with Casino Royale under my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> but I want
0: to come into this uh, completely honest with everyone. I have sure. not even so much has looked up the plot synopsis for any mm-hmm. of these films. I know nothing about what any of them I'm are so about. Thrilled.
1: That makes me so happy. Like genuinely. So I mean, i I picked up I picked up the Bond box set. Yeah. Just
0: just for this, so I have all of the movies and. We're going to touch on another movie that we're planning on doing during this. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna go through all of this chronologically. Yes, we're gonna start at the beginning with Doctor No mm-hmm. and move all the way up. Now, you know I've seen the Daniel Craig movies. Those are the thing that are, are really hot within James Bond mm-hmm. right now. I. I kind of want to separate those from where we're going with the legacy stuff. Um, I do eventually want to get to them and talk about them, which I will for sure we will. But when it comes to going back to all of these older films, um, whenever we talk about, you know, our favorite bonds or favorite movies within those, I kind of want to keep it subjected to those.
1: Well, because also recency bias does set in, you know what I mean? Like there's a, there's an argument to be made. Like I, I was talking to Dustin at uh, silver linings playlist recently. And I said, I don't know if it's just because it's the most, the newest one I've seen. And I've been waiting, you know, six years for a new bond movie. Right. But I I love almost everything about no time to die. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I, I would love to, I can't wait to rewatch it and kind of like, you know get get a little bit of distance from it but i think that's a good that's a good point when we're going through um these older films it's it's helpful to discuss them on their own terms and not right. in in terms of like well 40 years from now they'd be able to do this thing you know what i mean right. it's the, and that's that's not fair to any movie <laughs>
0: And, and with that comes also like I know you're you're very big into the Daniel Craig uh, Bond movies. And so far, yeah. he would be my favorite because he's really the only one I've seen he's other great. than Roger Moore. He's but, great. But from the legacy
1: movies, like who is your Bond? Uh, OK, so this is a good point. Good time to let listeners know that um, I j- I'm I'm probably going to have some takes that uh, aren't the popular one i don't I don't know like i and i don't mean to say that in like i'm about to blow your fucking, but it's not <laughs> i just mean that like i i know what i like and i know what it let, hit, hits my heart mm-hmm. my favorite bond is timothy dalton um okay who's only in two films right uh but leaves a really great impression maybe it's because he was only in you know enough films that they hadn't gotten really bad i don't know right because uh, every bond every Bond has a well, except for Lazenby has a stinker right uh, you know, <laughs> um, uh, but it, it would be it would be Dalton or or Moore. Um, okay yeah and, and Moore is mostly just that's nostalgia talking and that is my innate love for Roger Moore as the the way that guy delivers one-liners like it's like slipping into a warm bath anytime I watch a more movie, even if he's strangling someone
0: <laughs> just from what I remember of a view to a kill. Yes. I, I just like, I, I see Roger Moore and I think he's the cool bond.
1: Like he yeah. just oozes no, cool. In like- a view to a kill. I mean, that's the one where he's just like, he's in a submarine and then a bed comes out of the floor and he's got Beluga Caviar like on deck. Like, <laughs> right. yes, Roger Moore, Roger. That and that again, that is straight up something that would happen in an Austin Powers movie. <laughs> like, right. Right. um yeah, no, I I I that's I think that's totally a fair assessment. And, and that also can be said, for,
0: like you said, you, you may not be coming into these with the most popular of opinions about mm-hmm. some of these movies and the characters. Um, that's the other thing I want to lay out on the line, too, is we we both realize this is a huge franchise. There are lots of podcasts and shows that have talked mm-hmm. about James Bond. We are doing this completely subjectively. Yeah, And just from the aspect of I'm a first time watcher of all of these movies and how do I feel about them and how Nathan feels about them. And I
1: will do my best not to try to like steer you either. Like I want you to, I want you to come to the table with your read on stuff. I want to talk about things from how, how you receive them. I think that that is, that's the fairest way to review any movie is to just come to it on its own terms and then Mm -hmm. talk about how it made you feel um and to that end I would I would encourage listeners to let us know how they feel about these movies because I think it's a really fun dialogue to open up well it can be (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I I would be I, I would love to you know I'd love to hear what people think about these movies or like their their childhood memories of watching them because I think you know a lot of folks have that experience of you know that's what the vhs files is all about is that Mm -hmm. experience of like this was a this oh this was always this was my friday rental every time it was my turn i'd go get you know thunderball or whatever yep yep.
0: one question i have for you that kind of kind of is like maybe a question you would have had for me but i I kind of wanted to just put this out there what bond do you think i'm going to like more that's number one okay and is there a particular movie that you're that you're like jonesing to get to because you want (laughs) to hear what I'm going to say about it?
1: Sure. Um, Okay. I like this. I think it might both be the same one. I, I, I don't know if you'll like him. I'm really curious to see what you think of George Lazenby. Okay. Um,
0: I I personally, I am excited to watch on her majesty's secret service and Uh, i
1: can't that's the one that i'm just like fuck i have to wait like six months to get to that movie (laughs) like that's that's the one for me man that one that one and weirdly enough even though it's not one of my faves very curious to talk to you about diamonds are forever
0: that's a Brosnan one. Correct.
1: That's no, that's uh, that's Connery's last one. Oh, okay. The All, right. Main series. All right. Yeah. Here we go, guys. We're doing, we're doing it.
0: <laughs> that's, that's completely how out of the loop I am here.
1: Like I'm not familiar I with where these are. I love it. So you're, um, a, you're a, you're a blank canvas.
0: Yeah. And uh, I'm really excited to get to the Timothy Dalton movies. Cause I have heard mm-hmm. that those are very good yes. and you know, they're, being...
1: they're interesting. I, so without giving away too much i just will say that um i think The living daylights is un- an unsung classic in the series okay and license to kill is exactly the movie you think it is the year it came out like okay. it's it's just it is it it is the 80s filtered through james bond
0: all right i, so I can i can fuck I, with think that. You,
1: I think you'll find things to like about both of those yeah okay all right, which bond? Which bond are you like nervous about?
0: I'm nervous about Pierce Brosnan. Okay, I, I,
1: Interesting. just just
0: because from the era, <laughs> from that era, and, and the 90s, like mm-hmm. I have my thoughts on the
1: 90s, especially the late 90s. Uh, just 90s in, filmmaking in general,
0: just in general, like the this 90s. Is something,
1: this is something we've talked about a lot on Silver Lightnings playlist, where I was just like the mid 90s to mid to like early aughts. Mm-hmm. is a weird time for filmmaking right. everything looks strange and then and overly saturated and weirdly directed there's little a lot of weird little tricks happening mm-hmm. and then the matrix happens and yeah. both improves and ruins filmmaking yeah because people try to chase the matrix for better mm-hmm. or worse yep um and i i think you will see that uh uh, reflected in the post-Matrix, uh, the first post-Matrix Bond movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, I, I have a love-hate relationship with the 90s. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's when I became, you know, the 90s is when I hit my teenage years uh, and a lot of things shaped who I am in that era, like, you know, grunge and and that, Yeah, you know, I was totally a Guns N' Roses kid until grunge hit and then that completely reshaped the face of music sure. for me. Uh, same with movies. Like I remember seeing natural born killers for the first time sure, in the nineties yeah. and going what I have never seen a movie like this before. I'm anxious to see how nineties movies are going to play in that way, mm-hmm. especially something like a bond series that I have no knowledge of and have not seen. So a- am I going to think they're just complete trash or am I really going to kind of
1: be ways in which you are pleasantly surprised? Okay. But I, I, I don't know. I, that's, that'll be very, I'm very curious to see like, because I think the, the 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 thing that's beautiful about a franchise that has lasted 60 years mm-hmm. um is that you really do see the f- almost the full evolution of filmmaking right i mean it, it, at least you know modern filmmaking i mean the every bond movie has every bond era feels very much of its time i mean there is a black exploitation bond
0: mm-hmm. movie
1: um there is a uh 80s crime thriller bond movie i mean right. it's it's interesting I, I i think and 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 you know in the mid 2000s you've seen the craigs you're we're riding the wave of the born films you yeah. know um, <laughs> parkour <laughs> parkour immediately yes yeah um so, yeah, I, I think that that's going to be kind of interesting to see what feels derivative and what feels like, oh, this is that's nice to come back to this. I forgot this was a thing, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh any any other questions you have about uh, the journey we're about to embark on? Yeah. For me?
1: I mean, I guess my main thing is like, what what do you hope to kind of get out of the show? Like, I guess we've kind of covered it. But uh, is there is there something that you your end goal for this. What is the finish line for you with the, with, for new eyes only?
0: Well, ultimately I, I, I really am just, I'm, I'm very interested in, in educating myself and what I've missed in, in, in this side of cinema at this point. Um, There are, you know, I, I will say bond is not the only uh, aspect of cinema that I am not familiar with because you Mm -hmm. brought up star Trek earlier, which I've seen some of the star Trek movies, but I, I'm not, you know, up to par on them. I I couldn't, I couldn't sit in I couldn't sit here and talk with you about Star Trek movies because I don't have enough knowledge. Okay. Uh, you know, I also brought up Godzilla. So season
1: three is Star Trek.
0: (laughs) And you know, I, you know, I love movies. I love being entertained and Mm -hmm. some of this stuff has just escaped me for the years. And it's, it's been really just the opportunity to sit down and actually watch the movies.
1: Yeah. And this was
0: really just a genuine opportunity to, connect with you who is a big fan of these movies and a person yeah. that I love and respect dearly Likewise. And, and, and we don't get
1: to hang out. Right. Anymore. I mean, we, we, we live in separate
0: States now, so yeah. I'm just, I'm really anxious to, to have fun talking these movies with you, whether I love them or hate them. Super um, spy social hour. I love it. <laughs> and uh, that's the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really going to try and come to these unbiased as I can. Cool. I, I I, if I don't like the movie, I'm going to tell you, I didn't like this I, movie. That's what
1: I want. Absolutely. I mean, there's some that I have very, I've only revisited a few times and there's, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to kind of seeing, yeah, how, how I feel about these, watching them in a row. Like maybe I'll find patterns that I didn't see before, mm-hmm. or I'll, you know, get tired of a certain aspect of them that I right. used to love, you know, uh, it's going to be a really interesting experiment even for someone who has kind of lived and breathed these for
0: a while right the ultimate goal here is to just have a good time chatting sure. with, chatting with my buddy and going over these movies that have that I've missed in my life yeah so and if we uh,
1: mentioned we're gonna be the the release schedule for these.
0: So that's what I was about to get to. Oh, um, okay. I right, cut you off. Right now.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> uh, See what I've got to look forward to here, Nathan. Uh, yeah. Yeah, do come along, 007.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, funny you should say 007 right now the plan Mm -hmm. is that we were we are planning to release an episode on the seventh of every month you know like we touched on we both do podcasts you do multiple podcasts um do too many i do too (laughs) many things
1: all the time (laughs) and and, you know we've got lives of outside of podcasts so i mean we we sort of that's the other thing is it's like it's nice to have like a designated Mm -hmm. uh hangout time and honestly the like for me the fact that because I'm always watching new stuff or stuff I haven't seen before for other shows, or I'm like, I, I always want to revisit something and then I'm like, oh, I'm not caught up on my like the things I'm actually trying to watch. Right. And so like, this is such a great excuse for me to be able to say like, Oh, man, I would love to but I have to rewatch from Russia with love. tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah and and like you know that's the biggest thing is we just didn't want this to be a hindrance on either one of us so uh it gives us a full month in between episodes to to do any kind of research we want to do or or just you know Rewatch watch if we need to yeah in my case i'll probably watch the movie a couple of times to see if there's anything i missed the first time around and um
1: just some uh, of them get so like convoluted that you'll you'll want to i feel like
0: Right. And you know, right now the main focus I think is just going to be you and I getting this thing started and kind of finding mm-hmm. our groove in this. Mm-hmm. And you know, as you've mentioned already, you know, we've got 20 what is it? 27? 20. Twenty-five. Twenty five movies to get through in this franchise. So therefore if we stick to our schedule and we're 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 we've got yeah. a couple couple years worth of episodes to go through here. And maybe so,
1: some specials mixed in there with some uh, off brand movies as well. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. and uh, so once we've really find our footing and we're comfortable mm-hmm. maybe we will bring on some more people. Maybe I'll bring Eric or Jason on. You can bring Dustin yeah. or Mally on. I don't know if they have any interest in Bond, but Oh, you know?
1: Dustin does for sure. You know, I'm not sure about Mally, actually. I know he likes Casino Royale.
0: Right. And that was one thing I did want to bring up. We did kind of discuss, you know, what movies we wanted to cover and what we did. And I brought up the original Casino Royale. Uh, yeah. Um, and you said that's probably not not something we want to do. <laughs>
1: I kind of don't want to talk about Woody Allen for any length of time. Um, it's I... also just even even that aside, It's it's an unwatchable movie. I just (laughs) I've seen it once and it took me five sittings to get through it. Something like that. It's it's real bad.
0: Okay, so yeah, there you go. There's our first kind of bomb <laughs> we're going
1: to drop on you. If you're expecting yeah.
0: Casino Royale, the original Casino Royale, it's not going to happen here.
1: Does it make it up if we say that we probably will cover Never Say Never Again? And- oh, we're definitely going to cover Never Say Never Again. And maybe, I do think there is a 1950s version of Casino Royale that was shot as like a TV movie, like a live teleplay hmm. that I think would be interesting where the... <laughs> Oh, I, I don't want to spoil it for you, but we we that we that might be something to cover as a one off just for fun.
0: Yeah, that might be a bonus bonus show or something. If we can there get hold some of
1: that wild decisions made in that one. All right. You,
0: you, you've sparked my curiosity there okay. already. So um, but I mean, our plan is to kind of just discuss, you know. Obviously, what I thought about these movies going into them for the first yeah. time, where we'll probably have discussions about the theme songs for each one because those are pretty, you know, pretty uh,
1: particular to each oh, one. yeah, bro, I have a Bond theme song playlist on my phone, not on Spotify. I have downloaded all I'm like, if I lose the internet connection, I know I've got my Bond playlist. Still have my Bond. <laughs> No, I, and I and I've got all of them, even though I hate some of the songs. I'm just like, oh yeah, I guess I still got that Sam Smith song on here if I get real desperate. I uh
0: the only Bond theme that I that I listen to on a on a regular basis is uh the one Radiohead did, Spectre.
1: Oh Spectre, yeah, yeah. the 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 uh rejected one. Yeah. Which is which is great, but it's also like I can't imagine that playing, you know, ahead of a big budget action movie. Either. Right, right. I mean, <laughs>
0: you know, we could talk about Radiohead for hours. Oh, for so sure. I won't even go down that rabbit hole. At well, this and point. there's some
1: fun. Uh, there's a bunch of rejected theme songs from over mm-hmm. the years too. I'll see if I can find some of those as well.
0: Yeah, it might be fun to kind of listen to those and what could have been. Right. You know, you you and I were talking about going into this and kind of uh, what I expect from these movies and we mm-hmm. thought of something that would be kind of fun at the end mm-hmm. of each episode being as though I have no idea about plot points. I only sure. know these movies by
1: title. All right, let's do so. what do you think what do you think Sean Connery is going <laughs> to be up to in 1962's Doctor No?
0: Uh, at this point I could only speculate. Mm. Uh and the only thing I could come up with is that Bond is unhappy with his appearance and is going to a plastic surgeon for a facelift. (laughs) And the doctor just continuously tells him no, because he thinks he's too handsome and he does not need plastic surgery. Hence the name, Doctor No. <laughs> well, the doctor would be cr-
1: the doctor would be correct, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> that honestly sounds more like a, an Austin Powers plot line than, does, a, than a James a Bond bit. one. But or that's... like the
1: later seasons of Nip Tuck, <laughs> 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 so the super spy comes in and Julian McMahon is like, "What do you not? What don't you like about yourself?"
0: God, Nip Tuck. Do you talk about
1: a show that took a dive, man? Boy, howdy! Like oh. and quick, like season three, it goes.
0: I think season four was when they finally resolved all the stuff with the the serial killer, the Ripper. Yeah. I was on board for that. But boy, after that storyline was over, that show was like, what the hell happened here? That
1: might be another podcast we need to do.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's really about the gist of it. I mean, you've you've mm-hmm. got what our plans for the schedule are. You know, we, we plan to have a new show on the 7th of every month. Yes. Uh, at, right now, I think our goal is to have the first Dr. No episode mm-hmm. up on November 7th.
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: I think that's doable. It will be under the veil of VHS files just because I think Nathan has too many things going on in different places
1: (laughs) true story
0: but uh it was just easier to do it this way so you know i guess vhs files is the host of this show but it is going to be something
1: kind of separate from there josh i am i've i've told you this once i'll tell you a thousand times i'm more than happy to piggyback off your success (laughs) (laughs) well I don't
0: know how successful it is at this point. Oh, but. it's an
1: empire. It's going to be an empire. <laughs> That's the goal, anyway. Mm-hmm. We're
0: we're gonna. I'm going to end up being Doctor No, and I'm going to be fighting off James Bond in the end
1: of yeah. all of this. So, well, you uh, don't know that. Oh, wait you don't a minute. Doctor No could be the hero of the movie.
0: Oh, maybe mm-hmm. I'm sure. As we get more into these, we'll probably naturally progress into segments that we want to do and things like yeah. that but right now you're really just getting a genesis of us starting a show talking about bond movies uh from my perspective and mm-hmm. from yours and seeing where it goes all right well i think we're gonna go ahead and cap it off here I uh, hope everybody is excited i'm excited nathan i yes. hope you're excited i am and uh, this is gonna be a blast uh, even if i end up hating every one of these movies i know I'm gonna <laughs>
1: blast, so. i hope not i do hope not
0: I'm pretty sure I'll walk away liking some of them, but you never know. We'll see. We will see. see. So, all right, guys, leave us a comment. Let us know if you have any, anything you'd like us to talk about in these episodes. Yeah, for sure. Um, You can hit us up uh, at VHS files podcast on social media. Um, Nathan, if you want to give your social media handle.
1: My Twitter is at what a story, Nate. And then you can also get me at, at O T A S M podcast. That's, Oh, that's a scary movie. Okay, cool. Have a good night, guys. Stay shaken. Sorry, well, I totally cut you off. I don't even remember what I was saying <laughs> at this okay, point. But... <laughs> <laughs> We will also go on tangents like this. Yeah, this is exactly what I hope to get out of this podcast. Fantastic. (laughs) You're in luck.